And I told him that. I told him that story, and he's dying laughing. And but he was like, "Son, you're okay. It happened to me too." <laughs> <laughs> On the same night, we're yeah. linked mentally. He's like, "I've done it before. Don't worry about it." I saw through your eyes, <laughs> son, and I felt the warmth. I need to tell you about a genetic weakness that I passed down down to you. The good ones are known to piss in their beds yeah. in a moment of weakness. <laughs> Once every thirty to forty years. <laughs> You pissed the bed. <laughs> yeah, you're really in it's your 30s. For Watch out in another 26 years, it'll strike again. <laughs> Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast, episode 130. God damn. Countdown to Rumna Rock 3. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, no. 20 episodes. <sighs> I'm your host, Kyle McLemore. And with me today is Michael Greenwell. What the fuck was that voice? It's just me. Okay. Yeah. Micah McGowan. <laughs> Joseph, oh, he's not here today. Oh, no. Josh Goodwin. <laughs> I miss Joe. I miss Joe too. I, miss Joe. I don't miss Joe. Everybody uh, wish Joe the best. He's dealing with some family troubles right now, and he's off doing some not so fun oh, stuff right yeah, now. That's right, but yeah. that's right. Uh, shout out to Joe, Joseph Deffelbach. Good, good Deffelbach. Good man. vibes only. We good often miss only. the podcast for something like I'm just I'm tired or like whatever. So I was about to rip into him, and then Kyle was like for family matters, and I was like, oh yeah, this is a legit reason this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's also going to push back our next D&D episode uh, a little bit, yeah. so be patient with us. Uh, it'll be worth it. It will be worth it. Yeah, we're going to try to do a ultra-long session. It'll be very fun. Yeah, that'll be very fun. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to do that again. If this is your first time listening, be sure to go to facebook.com slash Podcast, where you can join in on the topic fun, which we are doing a lot of uh, for this week. For next week, we will not be here, but there will still be an episode. Do not fret. <laughs> and you can also go to the Discord, which is a very fun time, and you go to patreon.com slash the Metal Gamers Podcast, where you can pitch us a little bit of money and have a bunch of extra episodes, and you'll have a good time. <laughs> fun times Will they? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. We've been putting out a bunch of Patreon stuff lately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did it's so bad for a while, so like, yeah. we've yeah. been trying yeah. to do better. Yep. Yeah. We got to record another spoiler cast today We want to make it worth your dollar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... The last spoiler cast that we did was The Northman. Yep. Uh, which was amazing. God, so very good. Go listen to that episode. It's on the main feed as well now, I believe. Uh, as well as now, today, we are going to be recording uh, the next spoiler cast, which is Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Meds. Moms. Mom. <laughs> which was... Uh, yeah, well, it's a, that was a ride. Well, you'll see. Yeah. You'll see. If you pay. If you, <laughs> or if you wait. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really whatever. Pick one. It's up, it's up to you. Time is money. Either you got Pay the money, money or you got the patience. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Oh, it's been a week since we talked about some metal and video games. Oh, yeah. Shit. And I believe I did play some of those in between that time. Yeah. God. One of those things being Divinity Original Sin 2. We've been playing some. I wish Joe was here to talk about this. With you boys over in uh, twitch.tv slash the Metal Gamers Podcast. Please go watch that. It's very fun. We are very addicted and mm-hmm. it's yeah. stupid. And, uh, <sighs> good old giggle fest for most of it. Yes. Yeah. And, um, if we we planned on doing Divinity Tuesdays or Divinity Doosdays. Yes. And then we were like, well, what if we did it again? So we did <laughs> Divinity Dursdays. So Divinity Thursday. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Divinity Doosdays, Dursdays, and Dundays. Dundays. Possibly? Maybe, Dundays. Maybe we'll Sundays. Yeah. Not this Sunday. Who fucking but, knows? Yeah. Um, God, watching you guys play those Wait, games. Oh. Is Dunday Sunday or Monday? Sunday. Who knows? Okay. 
That's Donde. 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 We're inventing a language here. The Metal Gear Solid Divinity. Divinity Deadness Day. Yeah, one Deadness Day. Yeah, that really fucks the spelling up of that. Yeah, it? Does, it really yeah. breaks down the whole word when you change the first letter. Yeah, expose day. the English language. <laughs> America exposed. Merriam-Webster in shambles. <laughs> Western Europe exposed. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, watching, I'm having fun. Yeah, watching you guys play through Divinity has just been honest making me want to play through Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Um, I just find the art style of Divinity 2 not as appealing as Baldur's Gate 3, especially like the time I spent with Baldur's Gate 3, I'm like, dude, getting two other people in here besides me and Kyle, this game is going to be off the charts. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I'm so excited for that game to be finished. Yeah, I've been playing a lot more of that now, and uh, now I actually got an i9 in my computer. Yeah. We discussed last week the streams have been far more smooth as we promised. Far been, more better. Been perfect. <laughs> uh running Baldur's Gate 3 now actually works. Like yeah. it's still in early access, so yeah, it's still so eating it's, up a lot of uh Yeah, it's CPU, not very optimized. But it it runs so much better and god that it's so, so good. good. It just constantly gives around every fucking corner, every cutscene is cinematic. Like you know how in Divinity you I mean, you you guys saw Baldur's Gate three, mm-hmm. but like when you go up and talk to somebody in Divinity, it's still that super zoomed out, isometric look. Yeah, and then it's just text and a picture portrait of, person, of a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where in Baldur's Gate, it's a straight zoom in on this person. This whole thing is. And cinematic they usually have like an introduction cutscene yeah. where like it's, it's wild. They're a little it's, more animated than normal. It's really early Bioware in a way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. The Dragon Age one. Kind of. Nice. Yeah. Like um. But I, it is, obvi- pref- but obviously modernized and then like just D and D direct inject. Yeah, it's literally D and D. I do prefer. I, I think I prefer the Divinity gameplay though, because it gives you so many more options to do pretty much whatever the fuck you want. Right. Like D&D's I'm running a, a little battle- stripped down, especially yes. early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing like a battle mage build in uh, Divinity too right now, and it's like perfect i'm like man this yeah. is so well balanced and like between our party like I, I need to go to the subreddit of divinity because they were like they want to see people play it new i was like oh man you gotta, you gotta yeah gotta we check actually got a switch. couple uh new uh yeah, followers, new followers and, and stuff yeah yeah it's been good they were in the chat with us they were they were being very helpful much appreciated yeah. if you're listening now yeah, um, but you could tell they played a lot of it. They were like, hey, you need to grab shit. this, then go yeah. do that, then yeah. do that. And and like, like, that whoa, guy whoa. needs to live. And then we're like, that guy ain't gonna live at oh, all. Yeah. They were like, Cork, <laughs> Cork so is funny. a cuck or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Cork is a cuck. So, like, yeah, there was, there was two guys, and they were, like, the opposite spectrums of that. One guy was trying to be helpful and tell us what to do. The other guy was like, no, wait, let him fuck up. It's funnier yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we were like, devil on our shoulders. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, absolutely. And then, like, yeah, the guy was like, you have to save that guy. And then another guy popped in the chat and was like, Nah, fuck that fuck guy. That guy. <laughs> it's like, you kill him, actually. Yeah, which oh, is funny because it's like a little microcosm of divinity at itself. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah, they could live or they could die. Whatever. The game Whatever. doesn't care. And one person <laughs> says that it's very important. The other person says, fuck that guy. <laughs> and uh, fuck that guy. Indeed, he died. Yeah, <laughs> he died. But the next guy did not. So we did progress the story a little bit. We've been like hooked on it, but Joe incidentally had a headache, so we kind of cut it short. Even though we didn't cut it short, but we, did, you guys we did our long. two hours, but we were yeah. still like, and we could keep going with this. Yeah, he he wanted to keep going, but he uh, he apparently just got like a media migraine out of nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we uh, we're happen. gonna. I think we're gonna be extending the length of the streams going forward. Like we Try definitely to. seem to be doing better the longer. If we're we into play, it, we're yeah. comfortable doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. this is one of those games too, tired, that you could it, just you could yeah. just play for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dude, it, the hours melt by it's in a this vortex. Game. Yeah. yeah, it's a time fucking glory hole. And 
And if this is your first time listening, we're still on Tutorial Island. <laughs> so, That's so wild. So me, head man. on yeah. over and uh, check it out before we get into the meat of the Fucking game. Fucking eight hours into this we, game, we, still we, in we a tutorial. We could have moved past this already. Yeah, we're yeah, taking our time, but, though. We but should. We're exploring so a lot. Shit we're going to gonna plunder this island for everything it's worth. Yes, yeah. and there's so much to it. Balls deep in the tutorial island. I'm yep, excited yeah. to see where the whole of the game goes, because I beat the first one, and its storytelling goes far above and beyond anything I would have ever I hear ever this expected. one's even better. Yeah, and that's crazy to me, so I'm very excited. I played a lot of Divinity 1, but Divinity 2 feels so different. It is. It's much better. Yeah. It's oh, far yeah. less cartoony, ironically. Yeah. It's like with each step that Larian Games has done, it's just gotten it got a bigger so budget. Much, it's like, <laughs> here's the gameplay. It kicks yeah. ass. Now they got Wizards of the Coast budget. And then, yeah, Divinity 2 yeah. is like, all right, this is a much better art style with the same kick-ass gameplay you wanted. Mm -hmm. And it's like, here's Baldur's Gate 3. It's a fucking movie now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, fucking movie. I, I can't get over how Baldur's Gate 3 just looks Yeah. And I actually, met a, I actually met a character that like was on a magic card. I'm like, I know this guy. And uh, like, cool. I went and looked him up. And I'm like, yeah, that's you. That's Who, so cool. Holy shit. Who was it? Who was it? It's a, I can't remember his exact name, but he's a Tifling Warrior guy. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I had it saved on my phone because I wouldn't look to Yeah, up. I like it. Like, one thing I find very interesting about the Baldur's Gate 3 beta is, like, when you're trying to create a character, there's, like, six, like, classes you can't be or, like, races you can't be or, like, starting areas. Like, there's so many, there's so much to that game that you can see is obviously just not there yet. Mm. Even in just the character creation. The fact that it's, like, 25 to 35 hours of gameplay for this beta that's crazy it's is fucking mind-boggling to me bonkers it's, especially when it's like oh they've added the berserk class or they've added this or they've done this like when you i scrolled through the patch notes the other day just out of like i just want to see what they've been doing it's incredible dude like the amount of like feedback you'll see between two patch notes is okay. crazy like It'll be like we've been hearing this for the from the community and then the next patch is like boom there's that patch that the yeah, community yeah. wanted like it gives me a lot of high hopes for layering games in the future and stuff like that. <laughs> Guys, you get hmm. a graph. My new RAM is out for delivery. Hey, I'm so is mine. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I'm upgrading my RAM, uh, sort of. I'm going from 3200 to 3600, which isn't that big of a jump, but I'm going from two sticks of 16 single rank to four sticks of eight. Uh, single rank, so I'll yeah. have four ranks now. More nice. channels, more channels. And I'm so, vampiring Mike's computer. Yes. To <laughs> and I'm good, and I'm super cheap selling my RAM to Kyle. Much appreciated, sir. Oh, yeah, uh, man. I'm, and and this new RAM, it glows RGB. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it on the stream the other night. It's amazing that like bef uh, before you got this computer, you did not care about RGB at all. I couldn't stop until you got eyes. a little bit of RGB. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so so Joe put in the RG RGB crap. fans. Yeah, he put in the RGB fans. So it's like. That's cool. I don't really need anything else other than that. Like that fills the case. And then I, when I bought my graphics card, I was just getting whatever was available, mm -hmm. and I got happened to get the Rock Strix card, which happens to be the most beautiful RGB card on the market. It looks amazing, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I like it." Oh no, <laughs> is that your? You said your Rock Strix card, your graphics card, mm -hmm. Rock like Republic of Gamers. I thought it was an yeah. uh, Nvidia. It is. Yeah, just a. Uh, so it so Nvidia is the one who makes the chips for it. Then, uh, every, the then, all, then everyone else makes, makes like their own. Like, uh, you know, sorry, my yeah, Rock, Rock okay. Tricks is by Asus, and yes. they they produce their own cards. So like MSI has so their now, own thirties. So now your yeah. RAM and your card are from the same thing. No, because uh, uh, Asus doesn't make RAM. 
yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know they will. And I'll probably be in on it because I'm an Asus boy. Um, okay. Just the same as like Josh is an MSI boy. Yeah. Yeah. I like MSI. MS- yeah. MSI is really nice. Yep. Um, but uh, no, the, the RAM is G Skill Trident um, Z RGB, nice. which is this, some very good RAM and looks it's very the good. the exact same RAM I have. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, Watching Joe crop crack open my computer and uh, put that CPU in was quite an experience. Oh, really? Because he seemed nervous about it, and he's kind of got shaky hands because of all the blast beats. That's why he's nervous about it, because <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but like, uh, also like learn it. Like, I love watching him work because I, I learned so much yeah. out of it. Like him explaining exactly how the CPU works and like how uh, Intel versus uh, Ryzen, Ryzen and like how it works. Like the Ryzen ones have the pins. I'm like, oh, that's the dangerous one. That's, that's the one that's, that's like you really be super scared. One. Yeah, yeah. That's oh why yeah, he was nervous as shit. Was like the Intel in. just has like the flat gold pieces on the back. You just kind of mm-hmm. you just got to be there. careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. And, but it know. sits in pretty easy. You just kind of it was it, there's a little bit of tension when you push it in, so you're like, ah! yeah. yeah. And then when you pull down the tab, it's a lot of tension, and you're like, oh god, I'm yeah. fucking this up. I mean, sure you, you spread the mayonnaise on there perfectly. I've, I've yeah. gone through three different CPU coolers for my computer, so I've had to take out my processor four times now Damn. on your computer. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus, what are you rocking now? As far as your CPU, uh, it's a Ryzen five thirty six hundred. What does that equivalent to an Intel? Don't so, know. Oh, okay. I don't know <laughs> shit about AMD. Yeah. I got a 7. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. under what Mike has got. So as uh, soon as okay. I install it's, fucking... its overclocking capabilities are really good. Yeah, that's that what you I don't hear use. I, he- I hear that's I could, AMD. Uh, <laughs> no, I, could. I heard AMD's overclocking is pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as I installed that i9, the first thing I fired up was Vampire Survivors. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. really, really test that stress. Really, yeah, okay, man, well, go. when the numbers are start getting big, it's, it takes a little bit. <laughs> There's a lot of computing going on. It takes there. a lot of RAM specifically. Yeah, it goes up from 1% to 3% usage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love watching. So, like, I love watching uh, str- people's videos where they're streaming the game because. When it starts getting crazy, their bitrate for their stream starts dropping, <laughs> and it just like potatoes out after yeah. what, like in the last minute of the game. It's just like I wish I knew what was going on. It's just a blur. Hope I'm surviving the vampires in there somewhere, dude. I that game's still fun. I unlock the guitarist. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I fucking love Vampire Survivors, and I feel like every time this game updates, I'm probably gonna put a couple sessions in again because yeah. like. I pretty much got almost all the achievements and unlocks at this point. I'm trying to get a last few, but then mm-hmm. after that, there's not really much for me to I do. I hope this game releases this year, not only because I put a dollar down on it, but because I want to see the conversation oh. between Elden Ring and Vampire Survivors. What do you mean? Because people are going to love both. They're both very good yeah. games. Yeah, apparently. But like, which one would be game of the year? You know, Vampire uh, Survivors is pick above that. incredibly well, not only because it's a very well-made game by that single dude, but uh, a lot of streamers have been picking it up, including like huge names like Asmongold. Mm-hmm. And, oh, cool. and at that cheap price, millions of people are buying this fucking game. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see its sales numbers, actually. Um, speaking of sales numbers, Elden Ring finally got dropped out of uh, its top spot for sales. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. But it's been in top for months now. So uh, February. Dude, apparently the Pokemon uh, shiny pearl and blip. Blister, whatever diamond, brilliant diamond, diamond. yeah, brilliant yeah. Diamond. blister diamond, the blistering diamonds, fucking sick ass Apparently, apparently, those numbers are like astronomical. Yeah. Like the the Pokemon franchise does not ever drop in sales. No. It just which is why they never innovate. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, but I am curious. I think Kyle's right. Like the 
The conversation between vampire survivors and Elden Ring is going to be fucking. People, yeah, uh, you know, you know, those two are in everyone's top five game of the year. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, for sure. The fact that it's only May and oh wait, there's a lot of games coming out this year. Well, there's a lot of games not coming out this year. True, too. we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. What is, what's everybody else been playing? Oh, uh, that's it for me. I have been uh, listening to some My Chemical Romance lately. Nice. So that's been a great time. They put out a new song. Did they? And it's pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. In the vein of what some of their like is the it vein it's of my Black no, no, but like is it a Black Parade kind of vibe or like some of their earlier stuff? Uh, honestly, I'd say earlier stuff. Hard like, to say. A little more yeah. punk. It's yeah. kind of an amalgamation. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's hard to describe like eras of Mike Hamilton. It reminds me I feel like, like it's three cheers of Sweet I Revenge because like sure. his voice is a little, yeah. a little more processed. It's a little more like raw. Like where Black Parade is like super overproduced, and this just feels like just the band getting back together and jamming out a kick ass song. Do we know does. if it's all the original members? I don't know. I have no idea. It's obviously Gerard Way and the main guitar player. I'm not sure, no but obviously Gerard. For it his sure voice. is yeah. My Chemical Romance. Yeah, which is a good thing. That's cool. I like My Chemical Romance. Love those guys. Like, yeah. uh, as far as like emo bands go, like I know like, they're, they're one of the like, best. Number. One is far as emo goes, like it's like them. their lead guitar the player. One of my favorites. Their lead or guitar the player used, is one yeah. of my favorites. The used would probably be a good argument. The used is for, like right under my chemical romance yeah. for me. Actually, if we're talking about old albums, used is probably above them because they probably. used to be. They used to be sick. God, yeah. I saw them. <laughs> I saw my chemical romance at Warp Tour when they were when Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge was popping off. That's right good. when they were just starting yeah. to get huge. Warp Tour was what was putting them on the map. Yep, I'm Same not okay with very huge. very big. God, Mortor made a lot of small bands very big. Yeah, single summer. One of the pioneers. Of I mean, My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy. They came up a, at the same time. Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged mm-hmm. Sevenfold. Yeah, they got huge during Warp Tour. God. Didn't Godsmack get huge during Warp Tour too? Nah, I think they've been. They around stand since alone before man. Warp Tour. They, they definitely did a deal with the devil. They yeah. had to. <laughs> or Chad, no Chad Kruger's band manager. That's how I felt about Saving Abel's. Like this music's <laughs> so fucking bad. Oh, yeah. How does how is this band so big? And it's like, oh, they definitely. I feel, murdered a teenage girl. <laughs> sacrificed her in the woods. Yeah. yeah, I feel like when like Jennifer's body. <laughs> like I know they were coming yeah. up at slightly different movie. times, but when you look at like Saving Abel, Godsmack, Nickelback, and then like when you look at those bands, you're like Jesus Christ, well, what the fuck? But then right. you look at I can see. Yeah, but then when you yeah. but then when you see Breaking Benjamin, who I feel like sits above all of them as like the true band there of that era, like coming up with those uh, completely different though. I but it's still yeah. like in that same kind of vanish, like radio rockish yeah. could do it, but yeah. like. I feel like Breaking Benjamin would always be like, how the fuck are these other guys like still coming up? Like, I feel like Breaking Benjamin is the band that is like as heavy as you can go in that like radio rock channel. As you're allowed to be. <laughs> I yes. feel like yeah. if they've gone any heavier, it, it's like it, they're not on the well, radio. they got breakdowns and screaming and stuff, so it's like, you know. <laughs> how is this on the radio? <clears throat> Holy shit. Then again, I guess Five Finger Death Punch is on the radio. Yeah, another three, band. I, th- I think Three Days. I think Three Days Grace is like the like the the quintessential. Is that Three Doors Down or the form, formulaic? No. Of songwriters, because yeah, like all yeah. their songs are exactly the same. Sure, yeah, yeah. God. people yeah. love it. Yep, that's true. Why, what the fuck are we talking about? Why fix was Kyle was talking. He Kyle brought up my chemical romance uh, for what he's yeah. been listening yeah, to. Music. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, like, music. how did we get? It's been like two weeks while. since I've been on, and in the meantime, I've played uh, Vampire <laughs> Survivors. Yeah, no, actually, I, I haven't played it since the last update. I I got like all the achievements up to whatever point that I was at, and. Put it down for a bit. So you haven't played the new guitarists and stuff. No, and I didn't realize they'd put out an update either because the subreddit it didn't really highlight that very well. Uh, so I was okay. waiting for a patch that I didn't see. It's up. So uh so I picked up Rogue Legacy 2. 
Yeah, nice. yeah. You were talking about, talk about this. Have we not talked about that? Or has that no, just no. been no. He talked about Rogue Legacy once on the podcast yeah. before. Yeah, the, literally the only thing you guys I'm let me say was, oh yeah, I've also been playing Rogue Legacy. Yeah, and then we switched to yes. fucking news. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, That's um, an old game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk about it. No, Rogue Legacy 2 just came out. It's like 25 bucks. Just new, came out. Two. Um, huge, huge improvements over the first one. Oh yeah. Your selection of classes is way different. Whereas before... In Rogue Legacy One, you you got to pick from three different heroes each time your hero died, and this you pick your heir. Yeah, you pick yeah. your lineage. Yeah, your lineage. Um, and they all come with with Top different different quirks. Like, uh, they might have dyslexia, Vertigo. which means right. Dyslexia means that all the text you see is jumbled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Amazing. And Rogue Legacy continue two continues that, but with wildly different classes. Where as before, you were always some kind of variation of sword guy. Yeah. But now you have a ranger. You might have a oh, you might no. have a dragon knight. Yes. Uh, various different forms yes. of mage, like astro Valkyrie. astro okay. mage. So yeah, I, I I don't know how. So that's how Rogue Legacy's structure works. Is like. You make your run as this character, you die, yep. and then there's a lineage a system, character. and you yep. start as a new character, new set of stuff. Yep. But do you, and do you have like general stats you're upgrading? Not really. Well, yeah, kind um, of. Yeah, in between you. you it's up, a, you a rogue like. Yeah, so it's you like, upgrade your keep, so you keep, might spend okay. you get the gold that you collect between runs. You might spend on max health, armor, mm -hmm. unlocking new classes, very tons. Because I never played Rogue Legacy, so I didn't understand. It's, it's, it's like system. the original that yeah. like started yeah. the, the rogue like genre. You, you end up with a Aside grid. With a grid, well, obviously, with, <laughs> uh, probably like a hundred different things that you can upgrade. And it's it's very deep. Um, and obviously, the farther you get into the castle, the more bosses you beat, the more powers you unlock that are that are permanent. Um, yes, there's just so much more to do. And two, feed it to me. The, <laughs> the combat is much smoother. The movement is much smoother. It doesn't feel dated. It's really fun. Uh, I sunk quite a bit of time into that while Cammy's while Cammy was playing through um, Symphony of the Night. Oh, nice. fuck, yeah. yeah, dude! Symphony of the PS4. Night is a game I play like every few years. Yeah, is Jaden playing those? Uh, I have it on PS1 for him. I think he played a little bit of Symphony of the Night. Couldn't figure out how to save because your kid is you going know. through like some retro stuff. <laughs> yeah, right now, yeah, he is. Um, but no, he hasn't put a lot of time blood, into that uh, one. Yeah, so because Cammy picked Saints? up um Symphony of the Night when she finished it, I was like, you should also play Bloodstained Ritual of the Night because it's pretty much a, a spiritual successor. It's pretty much the, the only worthy successor to that game that's been released thus far. It's not so, perfect, but it's good. Yeah, so she picked it up, and I picked it up. Nice. Uh, again, I've played through it before, but only a few hours in. I never got very far. Now I'm like 90% through the game. Nice. So, oh, yeah, because y'all were at home for an entire week together, huh? Yep. Yeah, jeez. Yep. So I've, I've played a shitload of Bloodstained. It's so much fun. Um, the amount of different powers you can get literally every enemy in this game has their own shard that you can get nice. that is either a directional attack that you can aim with the right stick uh, a, a power you can activate with y a passive ability uh you name it there's tons of different things you can do to customize your character here oh yeah 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 a whole lot of fun honestly haven't been playing too much um i was pretty busy over the weekend with uh with doing the first mixed draft of our next song that we're going to be releasing as the Infinity Cinema. And it's very good. Uh, should we talk about the name or anything? Wait, what? The new song? Yeah, we can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've been working on our, 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 ne our next single that's called uh, Ascend the Astral Clock Tower. Now, if you know me... Are we going to release that as a single? 
yeah yep. yeah if, if you know if you know me and you know like what we release. like that is definitely a rip off of bloodborne mm-hmm. yeah. but the name alone inspired an entire song yeah and it's cool and it's eight and a half minutes long <laughs> I, it might be a little shorter because i'm going to shorten up the intro no because nope. it goes on for like a minute yeah sure it's, it's cool up. though <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't need to go on that'd be cool and then like our next ep once we actually get that release is going to be act two ascend the astral clock tower as yep. well so right. like we did for the first uh ep the single is the name of the ep we might continue that trend we might not who fucking knows we're experimenting yeah don't judge us <laughs> unless you want to we're with five stars yeah we're on D- spotify <laughs> <laughs> we're diy so like we have to do these in like batches like this so. yep and it's conceptual on purpose yes yeah it's gonna be very fun yep. i'm excited we, for that we got a lot of songs coming up and videos and stuff that mm-hmm. we're going to be making for them so. possible shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. go listen to the infinity cinema on spotify yes. and or whatever the fuck else you listen to music on because it's everywhere true and it our, won't be an ipod uh just know <laughs> our next ep sounds much better than the last one i promise last yeah. one's still like pretty extraordinarily good. better what you been up to micah oh man um so I have been continuing my journey through Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, and uh, I was talking about it on stream on uh, Thursday, and Mike had said something that kind of made me think to myself, who, where I was like, oh boy, here I go talking again, because goddamn, do you fucking talk a lot in this game? And Mike was like, dude, I can't, I don't think I'm ever going to play that game with the way you're talking about it, which was, it's a fair statement for him to make, but then I was like, oh, you know what, like, that's not fair to the game. I feel like I've only been kind of harshing on this one part of it that I really do find annoying which is mm-hmm. the amount of talking it's not what they're saying it's just how much of it is being said all at once all the time well at least they patched out the animation to pick shit up yeah, oh they each, did yep nice. so you can just like pop up press triangle and you'll just pick the stuff up which is nice. great even on mounted back which is awesome um, but I do wanted to say some of the things about the game that I really do like <clears throat> and that is like um, I talked about it a little bit the sense of scale in this game continues to astound me um, much like Elden Ring I will come around the bend on something or like come across a hill and like it'll just set up this beautiful set piece for me and it's just like truly breathtaking what the PS5 is capable of doing and it like gives me a lot of hope for games in the future for what they're going to be <clears throat> trying to pull off and uh, like there was a moment where I finished a cauldron and the way the platform raises out of the ground when you complete it it was blocked by a tall neck because I found a cauldron where they make tall necks because mm-hmm. the cauldrons in the world are where the machines get made and then sent out into the world. So, like, they're expounding on that idea, and it's like, oh, I found that cauldron where the tall necks come from, and it was blocked. So I unblocked it, and I'm standing on top of the tall neck, which is already an incredibly tall creature. And as it comes out of the cauldron, out onto this beautiful shot of a lake at sunrise and the mountain in the distance, and I was just like, holy shit, like, what a shot. Like, just the moment it presented you was just really breathtaking. And it just keeps doing that, man, over and over again. Like, the villages you'll go into have dozens of villagers doing very unique animations that are not in other villages. Like, you know, every person that sells a potion at every village isn't standing there doing the same merchant pose. Like, they're all doing something different, and it all contains or pertains to, like, the environment that village is in. And I just think that's really fucking cool. Like... Every like all of it is super unique and super special and the water animation gorgeous nice like being in a village that's like on a mountainside where a waterfall goes through it so you're seeing water run through the village and then you can run up to the edge and just see this water flying off and you're like oh I could just jump off this glide down there 
Hell and yeah. just go all cool. like the game's just it does all that really well, man. And on the PS5, it's super fucking smooth. Like, do you think? Do you think the game's better if you approach it from like a patient, <clears throat> soak it in kind of standpoint versus I, trying to really get through it? I it really depends on the person. Like, I feel Makes like sense. I have to do I have to do moments of like beelining the story, mm-hmm. and then I stop and like try to do all the other yeah. things. I feel like some games are absolutely in that respect where there's a balance where there's like a gear shift. Yeah. Like Red Dead Redemption 2. For me, it was like, oh man, this is fucking crazy. Let me soak this in. And then I'm like, how far? You want me to fucking go? Yeah. <laughs> so the the I will say that the game does suffer from its bloat, though. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the that's, override that's what I hear. The override mechanic was perfectly fine in the first game, and now it's way too convoluted in this one. And like requires way too much, too many steps, and I don't like that. I like that you're let me override the claw strider, which is a raptor basically, and I can fucking ride a raptor around. Hell so that's yeah. cool. Hell but, yeah! But it's like, <laughs> but it's not for this, not for the claw strider specifically. But it's like, all right, go to the cauldron, complete the cauldron, which is in and of itself its own task. Just like Elden Ring. Now, uh, then it's like, oh well, now you have a partial uh, override. So now you need to go out, find out where that monster normally is, hunt it, get the right parts off of it. Then you can go back to your base and fabricate the override. And it's like, you should just be complete the cauldron and you were good to go. And so, I don't know, but what it does do to help you with the size of its bloat is when you definitely have a quest or have something active in the background of like, hey, meet this person so somewhere and you just, you, that was seven hours ago and you've forgotten about that two play sessions ago. You'll be going by somewhere and Aloy will be like, oh, this is where so-and-so wanted me to meet them. I should see if they want me to help them now. Like, the dialogue is very self-aware of like, you've definitely forgotten about this thing is in this area, so here's some dialogue to help you remember. And I think that's really clever. Okay. Anytime a nice. game can do that smartly, I think is really appreciated for people who are like, some may never beat this game. This is going to be dozens and dozens of playthroughs for people, or like, you know, sits and stuff, so it's just like, that kind of remembrance is very much appreciated, but hey, I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah, listen, <laughs> I'm excited to beat the game just for the story to have the story and be done with it. I don't know if I'm gonna do all the stuff I did like in Horizon One, like you know, all the arena stuff, the all of this, all of this, shit. the collectathon stuff. I don't know if I'll do it. I just, yeah, I don't know. But the game is gorgeous, man. Like up and down, gorgeous, and I'm sure there will be a third one. Fair enough. But I hope they hope they tighten it up a little bit. I still have. Elden Ring peeking at me the, way the corner that, of my eye. The way that, like, I will go back and do everything. <laughs> uh, I, I've been having the same feeling. That's actually what Joe's been doing. Gonna happen. But, um, oh, nice. I have this... Uh, Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't think they're ever gonna tighten it up. Just depend. Just if, if, if we go by just how the developers of Horizon Zero Dawn acted about Elden Ring when yeah, it released and sure. talked so mad Dude. shit about... They talked mad shit about what I would <sighs> consider a damn near perfect game. Yeah. It's like your game... <clears throat> Is getting pretty heavily criticized for doing these stupid things. Yeah, which and sucks yeah. too because it's it seems like a masterfully made game. Like it looks it beautiful. Looks I guarantee it plays fun. It gives you that sense of open I'm world sure. and like the year of the open world is back, and I fucking love it. I hate that they have to like throw stones for no fucking reason. When it's like, dude, it, like, it was just such a weird. You, you know? I feel like, I feel you're, like- you're doing that to the detriment of your game and your team. Like, don't be an yeah, asshole. Yeah. I feel like their developers are like that that one like meme comic strip. It's like, I hope you guys know that your UX design is bad. Yeah. Stop having fun! 
God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it, it, like uh, it's it. I guess it's disingenuous to say that it's like all developers of the game because it was like a select handful yeah. of uh, yeah. some like idiots from the team. Dudes. I'd be very curious. Even if they were genius leads. teams have some dummies in it. You know? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. But uh, speaking of devs like fighting each other, apparently uh, there is a build of Duke Nukem Forever that released, uh, which was the 2001 version, basically, sure. like the one that they the were released. Yeah, way the fuck because uh, that game went through like four engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. so like one of the main developers that was working on it at the time like posted on Twitter like, "Yeah, it's out there. Whatever, uh, you can play it, but don't get your hopes up because this is really not much of anything." And then another one of the developers they put the build out there that was that. Whatever they had, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 2001. Yeah, you can download it right now on. Uh, Ooh, that might and, be and a fun it. thing to do on stream. But mm-hmm. um, and then another one of the developers came and said, like, "Yeah, this guy's a piece of shit." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this developer, like, like, he just talked so Whoa. much trash about like how this dude's a narcissist and how the reason that the game didn't come out the way that it was is because he's a piece of shit. And I'm like. Holy fuck! Like why? Damn. <laughs> why did when this you only, yeah, God, that's it's so like weird. that's such an old grudge. Nom, Not nom, for him. Twenty-one years later, he's still Twitter drama. Calm down over Duke Nukem Forever. Like, sorry, you guys couldn't put together an eight-hour ex- uh, fucking dick joke in, in time. <laughs> an eight-hour like, dick joke. Duke Nukem Christ. grudge. <laughs> Anyways, to that's Duke an old Nukem game, grudge. and now it's time for the news. <laughs> For today's news, there's a lot, and we're going to talk about all of it. I hope it's all new. Maybe, might not be. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, for the first piece of news I have here, one man is playing Babylon's Fall. One yeah. man on Steam played Babylon's Fall. One man. That's an Amazon game, right? The player counter went no, all the no, way down Square to oh, yeah. one person That's playing That's fucking game. wild. There's, yeah. there's a control room at Square Enix, and they're watching this guy like, he's doing it. <laughs> he's, he's keeping the game alive. He's by the one. He's the one. <laughs> it's a single player game now. <laughs> it's supposed to be multiplayer. You gotta wonder how that feels, man. Like uh, he, You know he saw that story. He's obvi- he obviously he yeah. obviously cares enough about the game to be the only one playing it. Probably so that not. means he's on the subreddit. So like, I'll just try this out. Yeah. Well, where is everyone? <laughs> this is an MMO, right? Dude, that's Weird. fucking wild. That man. happens all the time. That happens to Dude. Anthem all the time. Someone's like, hey, I got this game. Um <laughs> Imagine logging everybody? into Final Fantasy 14 and just for some reason you're the only person logged in in that moment. Like but that yeah, would be so they would shut the game down far before that point. Dude, it's just... <laughs> I mean, is Square Enix just leaving this up because they're like, well, it just came out. We can't game, let yeah. it fall. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was it four months old? They're going to support it. It's Babylon's fall. And then it has Pla- to fall. Platinum has all these um, these uh, DLCs planned for it, and they're like, we, we're going to do our roadmap. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it, they literally... like Somebody was like in the team was like, it doesn't matter if nobody's playing it. We're doing How our is roadmap. there only one person playing? Is no one on the dev team How playing that the possible? game? That I, is only on Steam, though. I, I found a post by that person on the subreddit. No, there we go. Shit. There we go. Yeah, See, right. I told it yeah. has four upvotes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the subreddit is also dead. Yeah, yeah. but what somebody somebody posted is just a laugh, uh, like a laugh emoji and with the story, and they're like, same old shitty Square Enix, and the, the 
person responded to it, they're like, yeah, that was legitimately me. <laughs> and OP's like, seriously, what's your motivation for playing? And he says, I have no idea. I just keep playing it, I think, because of how mindless it is. <laughs> That's so funny. Put it on the box! Yeah. It's the best thing anyone Play said it about it. because it's so goddamn mindless. <laughs> Speaking of mindless, uh, for our next piece of news, Gotham Knights released some gameplay. Jeez, is that mindless? <laughs> It I mean, doesn't look super fun to doesn't me. Doesn't look like fucking Arkham. Like game. they brought back uh, Red Hood, and their explanation was like, "Oh, he was resurrected by the League of Assassins." And I'm like, "Why?" Well, and now it's possible. And now he has ghost powers where he can like double jump. And I don't know. It is doesn't. This, it looks like a classic Arkham weird. game. You know what it just, looks like is fucking bullshit. Like, is, is why just, make it? Nobody wanted it. And his this. guns are non-lethal, of course. Is this just yeah. DC's, like, Square Enix Avengers game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gonna, be, no, it's gonna it flop is. just the yeah, same. it's gonna be terrible. Like, nobody wants, like, nobody was nobody playing the this. Arkham games and was like, oh, if only I could do this with only two to four other players. It's unfortunate. Like, it was something about it just seems like, man, that's not for me at all. No, looks not like at all. Very repetitive. It like, looks very much like a collect-a-thon, like you're leveling up or whatever. If I want, if if I feel like playing a DC multiplayer game, I think Suicide Squad's going to be the one. I mm-hmm. guess, but like, but or even DC then, Universe Online. Even then, it looks like a game that I could just deal with. I could just not play. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, it looks okay. Maybe I knew, if it's on Game Pass, maybe if there's like a free trial or maybe. something like that, I'll give it a shot. I don't know, man. Maybe like, when they first debuted Gotham Knights, and you saw, I saw enemy. Uh, Enemy, like health bars and yeah, levels. enemy health bars Dude, and level numbers. I was like, level based shit is stupid for games like that. <sighs> I was like, this is not what the Arkham franchise needed, dude. Like, no, they were fine all. without this. Like, just make another Arkham game. Like, it's fine. There's yeah. going to be so many of these that are just going to continue to flop. And as the game culture normally does, it's going to beat our way from that shit. So hopefully, we can stop having franchises ruined by it. I'm just. Did you know Division just put out a expansion pack? Yeah, what? yeah, I did. Division two. Still like, going. Yeah. It's still going. They did, and one of our um, <laughs> one of our uh, people in the Facebook group was That's actually like, about "Hey, it. I'm playing the new Division thing." It was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, doing that. Who is, who are you? And also, Division two still going? That dude's yeah. got some wild takes. I want to bring that up later. Ubisoft has to fuck. They can't. Just ignore these properties and these franchises that they have. Like they, they gotta, are, yeah, they need a job. They're look, working on this shit. Well, at man. this point, it's like, all right, you wanted to invest in games as service. Yeah. Here you go. Well, yeah. Division Part Two is a contract. Okay, but it's like, not that it's bad, but it's pe- just like people like it. So. No, but the thing about yeah. games as service is, the thing about games as service is like they've learned from For, like, wanted to. For Honor still gets updates. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege still gets For updates. Fun, but the same Siege is fun. But the thing is, is like those are their standouts, and it's not, nothing against For Honor fans or anything. But Siege is clearly the more popular one. I've seen a lot of Siege isn't exactly beloved exactly like it used to, it had this right. peak where um, it was like holy uh, it's, shit it's not what it I've seen a lot no. of like personal lists come out about like top 10 games that make you rage and For Honor is at the top of almost all of them yeah that makes sense <laughs> nice. which is wild I was like holy shit yeah it's an infuriating it's game like, there's so many it, people playing it but they're like it drives me insane it's not well balanced that's the yeah. problem yeah. oh God. Like, it doesn't feel like a game of skill sometimes when you go up against certain characters. Right, sometimes it feels like you're just moving through a vat of molasses <laughs> while a Valkyrie lady just like just jumps at you from 30 feet away and kills you. you and know? so if your God, name is Josh Goodwin and moments. you have a short game temper, <laughs> yeah. then you cannot <laughs> play this game yeah, in front of uh, the public. If you don't do <laughs> so much, you if, can't in front of me. If you, if you literally d- can't handle not feeling like you're in control of what your character's doing, then not the game for you. Yeah. <laughs> You want to feel like you're lucid dreaming in a nightmare? 
splashing through water, pissing on the bed. <laughs> a dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah. For honor, pissing the bed edition. Why is this urinal in my bathroom? All right, for our next, next piece of news. Somebody hit all the bathrooms. <laughs> you hit my bathroom? How to know if you're in a dream or not? Did everyone hide the bathrooms? <laughs> Check. Oh, dream. Drink, drink, got it. Sorry, next piece of news. Uh, next piece of news. Uh, Sony's uh, Jim Ryan, CEO of PlayStation, yeah, uh, came out with a statement um, that was pretty interesting, but Just a lot read of people the are very mad about, basically. Just read the I statement. Mean, I to didn't each hear other. This. Uh, this is basically um, revolving around the abortion rights. Like so, this is okay. in response to this. Okay, why do you have a take on Just this? Just listen to the, okay. the this statement. So we owe it to each other and to PlayStation's millions of users to respect differences on opinions among everyone in our internal and external communities. Respect is not equal agreement, but it is fundamental to who we are as a company and as valued global brand. As a valued global brand, um, a lot of people are saying that they feel disrespected and trivialized on based on on the statement that is just like throwing this whole thing under the rug. Okay, that he was just, a, he just made a non-statement. It is basically a very whoa, 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 non-statement. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Do you have the rest of it? No, I don't. Where he continues to talk about his cat's birthdays? Oh yeah, he does talk about <laughs> his cat's. Well, how birthdays are you leaving that out? Okay, I was about to say that wasn't very interesting. And why are people upset about it? That's very <laughs> much a. Hey, just be nice to each other. Yeah. So after addressing you know? the hot button topic, Ryan allegedly went to share something lighthearted before writing five in-depth paragraphs discussing his two cats' birthdays. According to Bloomberg, many PlayStation staff felt their feelings on the matter were disrespected and trivialized. We, uh, with one employee uh, oh, stating that they never yeah. been so mad about a cat's birthday before. Okay, so, so now I understand <laughs> wow. why people would be upset because, yeah, they... He wrote a long diatribe about his cat's birthdays, but didn't really write right after a lot like touching about, on abortion yeah. rights for some particular yeah, but, reason. Yeah. But the touching of the but the touching on the abortion rights wasn't him. It was PR talk. It was yeah. PR speak. Yeah, it was PlayStation and it was and, Sony it's, and then after that, you basically give me lawyer talk, and then you go into a fucking thing about your cat's birthdays in comparison. To this, like it's, I don't. It's just fucking, tone deaf as fuck. Yeah, it's just tone you know? deaf yeah. and donkey. It's like a third grader that's supposed to do a report in like Italy, but they didn't yeah. study for it. And they're like, <laughs> Italy is home to pasta. It's, pasta served at Olive Garden, which I went to last night, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, but like, I think the bigger the bigger issue for me is like, I like that a lot. <laughs> is like a bungee comes out and goes. Uh, hey, uh, abortion rights are women's rights, and they are they should be given oh, and all of man, this stuff. Fucking Bungie has been attacking folks on Twitter, Ooh. being like, abortion should be. We are a pro-choice company through and through, and everyone's like, you have you shouldn't even be talking about this. You should be talking about video games. And like, we're never going to shut up about this. Yeah, Literally Bungie saying like saying verbatim saying shit like that. Like whatever. God damn, but the amount of time that George Floyd was kneeled on before the announcement of one of their expansions, not a season, an expansion, yeah. they gave that same amount of time before the stream started. And people mm. were like, just make video games, and Bungie was in chat like, get lost. Like Bungie doesn't fuck around. Wow. Like I would rather don't see, play Halo. No one is anyway. I would rather see that than like <laughs> oh, wait, the, never. Than, than corporate talk. Than like the tepid toe in the water yeah. just to show you solidarity. Like yeah. it's virtue signal. Either you're yeah. really saying something, or, or you're, you're blowing smoke. Yes. Yeah. And what I and one of those is acceptable. What I'm tired of <laughs> is like if these companies and or 
CEOs want to step up and step and like say something, then like Josh is saying, yeah, say something one way or the other, say your piece, but don't come out and be like, well, Sony or Jim Ryan needs to make a statement about this, but Jim Ryan doesn't want to put himself out there. So he'll say the vague water, just no depth statement. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay. And like, so like Mike had said, right. When Kyle forgot to read the part about the cats, it was like, well, so what, what is this statement? It's nothing. Exactly. It's a nothing statement that that Jim Ryan can just say like, Oh, I made the statement. It's like, yeah, but what did you, but but Sony said something. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, uh, we said, if we had a few sentences, yeah. My cats. Meanwhile, Bungie's right. like, Bungie's like, no, no, it's, very it's pro-choice or yep. like, yeah. It's just like us here at the Metal Gamers podcast. We will never, ever eat at a fucking Lon John Silvers. <laughs> it's it's Captain D's or death. Yep. And I won't eat it also, I don't eat seafood. And that's also, how strong of a stance I take. And also, the government should not tell a woman what to do with their body. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Absolutely not. But if you're my girlfriend. Fuck you. Fuck you, government. Piece of shit. Yeah, so Jim Ryan, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, what the fuck, man? Just fuck. shut up. If you're listening yeah. to this, uh, what, why are what you, you listening doing? to yeah. this? Yeah. What are you doing, yeah. man? Get back to telling people how to make God of War or something. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead and tell us it's delayed. For our next piece of news, speaking of delays, already. Starfield is delayed. <laughs> oh! You, uh, was so it you? I think I had Starfield. Yeah, yeah so, or, no, somebody called that. Though, what, who in our group was like, that's totally getting delayed? Probably you? all of us. I don't yeah. know. I don't Could think be. it was me, because I was like, no, nah, they're in. I feel like, I mean, just having that 11-11-22 date just yeah, yeah. really made it seem like, oh yeah, right, we're locked it. in. Yeah. Plus, they got the June, like, uh, Microsoft, like, hey, we're going to actually come out and talk about some video games. Which and here's probably this still big do. Starfield on our banner. And I'm like, oh wow, they're going to talk well, about Well, we talked Starfield. about last week they're or the week before. Gonna talk it was Starfield. last week or the week before we brought up the story from the former Bethesda employee. Or they yeah. brought up some grievances and some things and whatnot. Yeah, they were like, it sucks. Yeah. Or they were like, the engine, yeah, the engine shit. That. And we were like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah. engine. Yeah. That's Bethesda. Until yeah. they get away from the engine, it's going to suck forever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it got delayed to the first half of 2023. So it's like, whew, first half. You really gave yourself some wiggle room mm-hmm. there. Like, yeah. That's so I think. Oh, wow. So I think this is now. Everyone. Out of any the- game that's been announced and or delayed, this is now the furthest out. Maybe. Technically. I don't know. Um, I mean, uh, Star Citizen is still pretty far out there. <laughs> <laughs> because it will never release. Yeah, never. Yeah, that's why. Ride the gravy train <laughs> until everybody forgets. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it sucks. Starfield's delayed, mostly just because it means it's not this year, which is whatever. But uh, I don't know if we have any other delays on there, but there are a couple other things that I feel like have already gotten delayed as well. So, oh, Breath of the Wild, then Starfield. Uh, yeah. So yeah, those were two games that were supposed to be this year. So next up is God of War, technically. Yeah. I have a feeling it'll stick. Everyone over in the Elder Scrolls subreddit is like, well, tack another fucking year on to waiting on Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yep. Well, they have multiple teams over at Bethesda. Um, oh, you got to imagine Microsoft is like, Pumping that fucking train full of money right now. Scrolls yeah. is like yeah. the CPR of what Bethesda. Is, like, is, is that acquisition done by now? Uh, yeah. Pro- uh, is it? I mean, I, no, I, yeah, man, for sure. Honestly, I mean, like, for sure, when they're doing this whole June thing, people, it has to be. A lot of people were saying, like, man, this thing's going to be fucked. And, like, I was like, no, I feel hopeful and I don't know why. For and I was talking to my, yeah, I was talking to my coworkers. I was like, their games are usually good. And he's like, no. And I mean, he's like, remember, wrong. like, remember those games coming out? And I immediately think back. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Well, Skyrim it? didn't even work for PlayStation. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And, and that's and what I played. You it know, on. we love Skyrim, but even when it came out, it was a janky shit. No, we love Skyrim still, now. Like, we love Skyrim now. Well, uh, sorry, I, it at the time I played it on I Xbox, like, so I played it. I, I, played I had it on a great place. time from the beginning. I, I played it on PC PlayStation, guys, so. but even then, I was still in love with the game. Like, I still loved it. I was just like, 
looking through all its flaws like i don't care yeah i can exactly. do what i want well, we rose tinted glasses because it was something we absolutely just badly wanted i mean i too. bugs and all yeah but i we can all also acknowledge bethesda has something on its side that most game developers don't which is we kind of like bethesda bugs like <laughs> yeah, bethesda bit. bugs when their game engine decides to geek out can be a pain in the ass sometimes, absolutely. But most games, when they geek out, it's pretty much bullshit. I feel like it's just their but physics when, engine. Yeah, it's but always it's when been that, like wild. But when that thing yeah. geeks out, it's pretty it's funny. It's pretty great. It's pre- yeah. dude, we've all walked in and the that one cheese just killed me. <laughs> yeah, but dude, when we all walk into that one fucking tavern and that cheese wheel starts to shake violently, you get a little <laughs> excited because yeah. you know some shit's about to <laughs> well, go down. Anything could happen. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when Kyle was playing Fallout Four, he put up that video of a pillow that was just spinning rapidly. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit! And then it hit me in the damage. And, uh, in, in Oblivion, I used to like I created this shock spell because you could create spells. And I just like max out the shock spell, and it was touch. So the, for some reason, if you like electrocuted a dead body, it would just shoot like thousands of miles into the sky. And I was like, this is the <laughs> exactly. It was fucking awesome. Well, that's like the. I mean, we've all done the giant smash in Skyrim. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. even if that's not intentional, and even if it is, it's hilarious both ways. Yeah. It's just like, hold on, before I log off, let me fast travel here, then get smashed right up into the air. And I'm like, that's fun. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's like, there's a uh, dragon skeleton pushing. If you do like the lockpick spell, yeah. like it, it push, it has, oh, yeah. a, it has yeah. a like hitbox on it. So it pushes oh. the dragon skeleton oh, yeah. with like zero weight to it. Oh, the Fusro Dog, the yeah. fucking frozen bear. Like yeah, the yeah, game's yeah. got yeah. so many. God. That was a mechanic. I know that was a mechanic. And <laughs> That's I a feature. That. that was That's a, a feature. feature. Yeah, but like, for sure. but again, a weapon. Like, yeah, Fallout Four was a janky. Again, Dragon Shout and Starfield. Yeah. I don't care. Fallout Four is janky. Uh, Fallout Three, janky. Like yeah. Skyrim, janky. Oblivion, yeah. janky. It's all jank. It's all kind of not great games that we just happen to like. You know, the jank finally caught up to them with Fallout Seventy Six, and then it yeah. couldn't work. Which anymore. Kyle's trying We're to drag us into kicking and screaming. It's, it's apparently kicking and screaming. I has once. Apparently, yeah. it's I'm unsure. <laughs> and also, I was the first one who brought that up recently. I said I wanted to jump into it. I think Josh was. I hear he it's it. really yeah. good like now. It. Like it's actually like it's the game that people mm. wanted now mm. is it for how many players is it? as many as you want it's an mmo mmo yeah oh okay that's right all right yeah. fuck it i'll so, go home and die uh, the only <laughs> <laughs> well, i didn't well, even try to talk you into it i don't know when we're playing we're it, still we're, unsure well, no, we're, in middle, it. we're in the middle of divinity right now I don't nah, want go ahead, move on. also the only problems that joe and i ever had about it was making an account which i think is probably <laughs> fixed now that, uh, now it, that bethesda launcher isn't a thing that anymore. means i it can't was, get through the email so you have to do it through game pass it was a it was a bug connecting bethesda accounts through game pass i think they got rid of their service they did so now they own it so now it should not be an issue yeah they Should said, you not. know, <laughs> Microsoft was like, I am sick of having these email issues with Bethesda. Buy them. <laughs> let's go harass some kids. Let's just do like the, let's, lo- let's do some kids. local chat and let's just like find somebody squealing and being annoying and just fucking bully. Five angry men just walking <laughs> yeah. down the road. Oh, we could do that. We could be naked. We could we do that. that. There's, a, there's, there's, there's local voice chat too. So if yeah. people are near you, they can hear That's you. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what we gotta do. Oh, yeah. So like oh, from the God. distance, they hear. We have to recruit the shade. But that was delayed, but another game was announced for a release, which was 
Dead Space remake. Yeah, so oh. I don't know if you guys have been following. Did they give the, the, the release date? They yes. sure have, as January 27th. Oh, that's not bad. Um, well, let's I go. I don't know if you guys have been following their dev diaries at all. Nope. No. Um, oh, man, they've had dev diaries for this? So if you remember, they the first do. one came out, which really just showed Isaac kind of walking down a hallway, and they were just showing I saw off. that. They were showing off lighting and fog, and that's kind of what was the official, official, like, we're doing this, right? So this was Dev Diary 4. So each time they've been like, uh, movement and combat, uh, lighting and AI, or this, like, and really... You, get, and you've been keeping up with them? I've uh, been keeping, like, small tabs on them, okay. like, flipping through the videos and stuff. Because I don't want too much of this spoiled for me, sure, even though, yeah. of course, I've played through the original. But uh, the only reason this most recent one was pertinent was because they put a fucking... They put a tag on it, and I thought that was pretty interesting, considering, like, you watch where they're at in development... <laughs> And you're like, really, January? The end of January? You it's, a, think, it's a remake, you not think, a full new game, though. So I mean, like, so development goes fast on these kinds of things. And that's the thing is, like, they're doing what I pretty much wanted, which was they're not retelling the story or anything. They're just like, here's the game again, but now it just, just looks better. like we all yeah. want it to look like. And like the one section where you get grabbed by the tentacle and pulled down the hallway, dude, that almost broke that whole game. Yeah, like literally almost ruined, like broke that game and like fucked everything up. Whereas, like, they're already almost done with that part. <laughs> like, technology's just gotten so much better, so it's like, oh, yeah, I guess they really could just do, like, get it out that quick. Mm -hmm. Which makes me wonder, what the fuck is going on with that Prince of Persia game, dude? God oh, damn. Oh, no, Ubisoft oh, I, We did discuss yeah, it, but it just makes me... They handed it It's just what makes it funny we'll when we talk... to the sunset. We had that whole story about it and just how, like, they're... <laughs> and then rewind like, time, do it again. Yeah, that game is just getting fucked, and then meanwhile, they're like, we're almost done with this whole remake. <laughs> Like well, that's EA and Ubisoft. You know, yeah. EA's kind of getting their shit together lately. It's like EA and Ubisoft just flop back and forth with who's the worst. Uh, EA's already doing some other fuckery too. They're doing, they're fucking around huh. with the FIFA. They're like making that of new course. soccer game. Did anybody see that? Oh yeah, where they don't have the FIFA name anymore. Yeah. And did you see their statement? No, no. They were like FIFA. Uh, they're like without EA, FIFA wouldn't have been as big of a name as it is. Which I'm like, I, I <laughs> anybody could have made that fucking game. The, well, it's not only that, but it's like, well, you bought, you better. wanted in with them for their license. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's just bullshit. I think they were going to be fine. Oh, yeah. They're going to be fine. They were already a household name. You just made them a slightly bigger one. Yeah. That, yeah that's why they could go, we want $1 billion every four years. Jesus. <laughs> they could ask for that. Yeah. And you just didn't want to pay it. Right. It's fine. It's whatever. Oh, looks like we got to find another <laughs> development company to release the same game every year. Oh, it's called, oh, no. they're called an FC Club or something. Yeah, whatever. they're making a soccer yeah. game. They're still doing it. They're yeah, not going to stop making it. They're not going to call it FIFA, yeah. but they're going to like call it something as close to FIFA as they can. Yep. I don't know. Can't wait to hear all of those generic ass names now. FIFA. FIFA. Um, in Fiverr. Some in some sad and unfortunate metal news, uh, talk about this. the frontman of the Black Dahlia murder. Uh, has passed away at 41. What? Uh, Trevor Strenad. Yep. From what? He, uh, unfortunately, um, self-inflicted. Yeah. Oh. So, Again, wanna... it's one of those things where it's an incredibly unexpected thing because everybody who knew him, including myself, who I met him, he was an incredibly bubbly. Um, Personality. Uh, infectiously happy person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, that doesn't tell you everything. Nope. Because underneath is... Something check, eating away. Check in on your friends. Yep. Yes, and reach out if you're troubled yourself. Yeah. The Black Dahlia murder is incredible. If you haven't listened to them, uh, absolutely go give them a listen. Rest in power. Oh, they're one of the most 
they're they're one of the more formative bands of my like musical taste. Oh, like, they were huge. They, they changed my musical taste a lot when I discovered them and as a teenager. You know? Yeah. One of my biggest influences as far as like merchandise goes. Yeah. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like all of their merchandise always had like the most vibrant and powerful artwork like I've ever seen on a band shirt. I'm like, holy shit, man! The end of you 20- can really do some wild stuff. Twenty twenty one took some pretty fantastic musicians away from us. Yeah. Twenty twenty two, man. It's only halfway through, and we've already lost two giants. Like. To lose Taylor Hawkins, and then I didn't even hear about this. Like, yeah. I, this, like this, this, murders, no, this was two days ago. Oh man, yeah, like th- th- that's just a band that's not, that's not on my radar. So like, yeah, it's under, yeah, I did well, not, it is an acquired taste for sure. But it's damn, it's I had no idea, very, man. Uh, Fuck, pioneering band. Very you said stuff. he was the front man. Yeah, the front Fuck. man. Very unfortunate news, but I did want to bring it up. Um, and in some more un- unfortunate news, um, as we were talking about Reggie Fizame. Oh, last shit. week, oh, ironically, no. um, it's actually come out that in his book, like his book just came out, which he's actually in the audio book, he voices himself, which <clears> is interesting. Oh, nice. But um, it's come out that yeah, he did not like Donkey Konga and wasn't like going to back it at all. He hated it. I, I don't know what you're saying if this is the joke. Donkey Konga? Like, <laughs> what he, is that? he was not behind with, it. With the bongos? Yeah, the bongo. Uh, Are you being serious right now? Yeah. The Donkey Konga game. He didn't back he this? He didn't fucking like it. No, he, he, he actively, this would ruin him. He actively tried to stop Donkey Konga. Donkey Konga. <laughs> and they were like, no, fuck you, dude. We're doing it. Damn. As they should. As the world deserves. <laughs> Everyone deserves Donkey Konga. Get fucked, Reggie. What are you doing? <laughs> I just didn't know where the tempo of that story was, and I just had to like sit here and we'll let it go. Sorry, I I don't know how to turn away from sad stuff. (laughs) This is the best best way I could do it. Did that actually happen? That did happen, yes. That is true. Oh my god. God, that is so funny. Yeah, I gotta get that book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, For the next piece of news, there's a lot, sorry. Um, Elden Ring has officially sold more than Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah. Thank god. Good. Uh, it's one of the. It's been one. Of, it's been on the top <laughs> ten uh, bestsellers uh, for the uh, last what three months now. Yeah, I need just some, got knocked off. I want other games to just keep dethroning these like generic every year fucking releases. Like I need. They need to be shaken up, dude. I hope games like Vampire Survivors and fucking other just small indie just games, good games, just good, good games, games take over. Yep. Well, we talked about last. Did I don't know if we talked about last week? Stardew Valley like crossing over like twenty million sales. Oh yeah, nice. Jesus, developed by one dude. Yep, one oh, man. And just real quick, remind me: Did Elden Ring sell as anything else other than a like? Did it have a deluxe edition? Did it have a statue? Did I it think have? There was a collector's I edition. Think there was yeah. too. Yeah, there generally is recall. for Dark Souls games. Yeah. Like every single one, but it's never something that's so egregious. Like as in like so, Ubisoft or EA, where figure, there's like six sure. different so, versions of so it. it. At best, you could probably pay two hundred dollars for that game. There, the only. I don't know. I'm assuming. I'm assuming deluxe edition. I'm like, I don't know. One fifty, two hundred. Usually a pretty it, standard. I, I, don't, I don't think there was a big deluxe edition with a helmet. No. Because I'm gonna tell you right there, now, there was one with the statue. Because I'm gonna tell you, it's a wolf armor. Okay. Okay. So if it's if it sold with like a deluxe edition, like with a statue of like maybe hundred and fifty dollars or something like that, still got your money's worth. You not only got your money's worth. This game came out and broke all the rules. No fucking like the map stuff. Everything we've talked about, Elden Ring broke all the rules. And for it to dethrone something like Call of Duty, who only follows the rules and like we all we do this every year, otherwise we fail. Ooh, sick. 
I looked up the Elden Ring Collector's Edition. I don't know how much it was. Because with a statue of Millennia. Oh, oh, that's right. It wasn't the Wolf Armor. So yeah, but like I'm, I love that dude. Elden Ring is a big, is a big, Elden Ring is a big deal for me in so many ways, other than just the game itself. Like Mm -hmm. what it did, and like how many, like the fact that developers got in an argument over its the way you're supposed to play, all of that kind of shit. Like this Elden Ring stirred up the fucking gaming atmosphere in the way. I always hope games will when they yep. break fucking new ground. Yep. Instead of hearing uh, Dark Souls like, we're gonna I'm gonna start hearing <coughs> Elden Ring like. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm, I cannot wait to see the next big inf- like big open world game that is very much influenced by Elden Ring. That's why they delayed Breath of the Wild. They looked at that. Dragon's and like, Dogma oh, Two. No. I do have a feeling they were like, we have got to change our now map is the UI. perfect time for Dragon's Dogma Two to come out. They'd have to start on it first. Well, when I was playing Elden Ring, I got huge Dragon's Dogma vibes. Yeah. It really felt like they pulled inspiration the from that. The only thing that. that they don't have is climbing. Yeah. Which, honestly, I don't think Elden Ring needs. No. Um, Unless it was an ability. Dude, I can't, can't wait, I can't wait for the DLC for Elden Ring so we can just keep talking about that fucking game. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to go back to it. We should. We need to do a spoiler cast on it, actually. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably, well, idea. Josh has to finish it. Wait, you haven't finished it either, right? Yeah. No, my playthrough will remain unfinished. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I probably will at some point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know, the, I just, I know I just, all the story and stuff. I just wanted to yeah. want to go back to it instead of making myself beat it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you went too hard on it too fast. Huh? I did. I yeah. burned out. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back to it when I enjoyed it again. We all do it. Death yep. Leopard said it was the right thing to do. Jesus. I paced myself just enough for Elden Ring. <laughs> like, I played a fuckload of it, but, like, not so much. I, like, was sick of it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. But, anyways, <gasps> now it's time for topics. For today's topic, what game has the best voice acting? Ooh. Ooh. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. I'm going to say. Somebody says Final Fantasy. I'm going to fucking freak out. The Arkham games. 15 to have decent voice acting. The Arkham games have have some very good. I mean, they have legendary cast. They have a legendary cast. Kevin Conroy, Mark every, I hang on every word from every character in that game. They do such a wonderful version of Batman. It's personally like my favorite. Uh, one of my favorites. Piece of Batman fiction, you know, in general. It's the it's it's our childhood. They brought in yeah. Kevin. They brought in the animated series they voice actors, which was such yeah. a smart. Movie. I mean, that's the that's it. That's and they the twisted voices. them in like a gritty ass way that just worked. I mean, the combat aside, the voice acting. <laughs> Incredible. I'm like, going to say God of War 2018. Ooh, ooh, very good. That's some of the best voice acting I've ever heard. I think it's the best. It is incredible. I, I would, I would, the best snake I voice would I've have ever agreed with life. you had I not played Last of Us Part 2. Oh, okay. That's up there, too. Okay. Sure. Last of Us Part 2 is like Naughty Dog. And now I believe Santa Monica is on the level of Naughty Dog with me. Mm-hmm. Like, where the studio is so big and so renowned, they can get anybody they want. So it's really just who do you want? And I mean, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, 2018 God of War. Yeah, that guy is unbelievable. A king, I a mean, true king if you have not men. watched the behind the scenes for 2018's God of War, which is on YouTube, raising Kratos, you're missing out. The documentary is amazing. Yeah. It's really good. Um, <clears throat> Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. Uh, says House of the Dead 2. Uh, that's a fucking joke. <laughs> because, <laughs> oh, you know what? It Christ. is some of the best for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah right. It's so bad. Or is, is that, that voice acting or dialogue? 
<laughs> they're not acting. They're not acting. <laughs> they're they're, they're reading. That's yeah. somebody reading, uh, sight reading a script. Yeah. Do this the, right now. How is the brain dead? <laughs> they're all yeah. they're confused. It's like typing of the dead. It's just so bad. Red Lion writes in with Resident Evil 1 for the PlayStation 1. Uh, yeah. I almost became a chill sandwich. Yeah. You, you almost became a chill sandwich. Also. Oh, it's Jill. Master of lockpicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. President Ketchup writes in with League of Legends. Arcane as an example. I, I don't know League of Legends that well, but if you want, if Arcane is an example of their voice acting in that game, yeah, because yeah, absolutely is, yeah. Arcane has good voice acting. All the Arcane characters that are from the game that are in that show are yeah. being voiced by the people who voiced them in the That's game. Oh, I didn't know that. That's very cool. That's sick. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, Hurricane writes in with nothing, which is great. Thank you for wasting my time. <laughs> Hurricane. Yeah. NA. I never heard of NA. <laughs> And uh, not available. Nickel Shark writes in with Near Automata. Both Japanese and English vo- voice work is amazing. <laughs> I do like the voice work in Near Automata. Just take a picture of your face. Well, it's, it's not horrible, but it's not the best. It's very soothing. Like, honestly, like every voice on there is captured very well and it fits the atmosphere very well. I think the dialogue is cheesy, but the it's voice very acting cheesy. is good. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. The voice act, the what they're going for, what they they're do, trying do it to very do, they well. do a good yeah. job. It's like the the robot voices are very like fitting. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, okay, I, I turned okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I, well, you guys, you got a point. You guys have anything else? <laughs> Uh, Ghost of Tsushima's uh, Ghost of Tsushima being able to switch between uh, English and Japanese dialogue. Oh, and they fixed, and they, they fixed the lips. They, yeah, and uh, I think both sides are actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. Even the English voice acting. Way. Well, most of the English voice acting. The main characters are yeah. very good. Some yeah. of the uh, side characters are uh, not so much. Help. Help. <laughs> Help me. Brisky Business writes in. <laughs> I love that. God that damn it, one. dude. Hell yeah, that was brisky. a good one. Um, I thought Red Dead Redemption 2 had some of the best oh, voice course. work oh. I've ever heard in a game. Oh, that's a good I one. Mean, yeah. I just that's got to be at the top, right? I, I just Absolutely. rewatched the scene with Arthur and the uh, the nun God. Uh, at the train I'm station. I'm just scared. Oh, God. Like, it, like he said, I'm afraid, and I was like, oh. There's like, no- <laughs> it, it gut-wrenched me. Yeah. There's Again. No- there's none better. There is none better. Like, that might have to be at the top. Honestly, yeah. That's yeah. definitely like top five all time, like best voice acting for sure. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. Watching the watching the behind the scenes of what is it, Christopher Judge uh doing Kratos and yeah. Yeah. crying and yeah, yeah. When he's oh talking about God. his kids. Yeah. Well, that's probably got a hit for you on a different it's level so, having yeah, kids. It's and, so good. That stands out to me. Yeah. I, I mean, also never beat Red Dead, so you don't have to I mean, you've still gotten the caliber of voice acting in yeah, the game. It's very good. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. She's so good. Have any of you guys not gone? We already said something. We? Uh, I mean, for me, really, I mean, just because of how much I love the Last of Us franchise, like yeah. that voice acting is just unbelievable. And the fact that, like, Troy Baker's obviously, he's like synonymous in voice acting in games. Ashley Johnson doesn't get as much praise as I feel like she deserves for being Ellie, but she is, she's also huge in critical role uh, fandom and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. She definitely gets her due. She's also in the Avengers movie, which I think people don't realize, which is very funny to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. She plays the waitress. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is just weird. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, I, The Last of Us cast, I think, is fantastic from one and two. Like, oh, God. So, I think I just have to agree with both Josh and uh, whoever said it, but um, 
Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War are definitely yeah. like in equal terms to me, like some of the best voice acting I've heard ever in anything. Well, Rockstar always does this too, where like they nail the cast. Because like oh, yeah. if you remember, obviously the Red Dead 2 cast became very popular and gained a lot of notoriety. The three main characters from Grand Theft Auto Five, oh, yeah. like that changed their life. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because all of them were kind of like lower mid tier, like well, voice actors. Uh, right? Trevor, the guy who voices him, Stephen Ogg, mm -hmm. he blew up as just an actor. Like he got a huge role in The Walking Dead because oh, cool. of that. Oh, like, sick. dude, Stephen Ogg popped up in The Walking nice. Dead, and I was like, best season ever. <laughs> best season. I don't even give a I'm shit. In. Like yeah. murder. Hobo. And he played like a pretty, <laughs> and he played a pretty fucked up character. So when he would get like dark and twisted towards the character, I was like, you're so fucked. I want to see you. I want to see a. Remake of Hobo with a shotgun with him. With, with Stephen Ogg. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's so Let's good. Go. Canadian. <laughs> you would never guess. Huh. Hobo yeah, with a shotgun was the craziest fuck. Movie. Goddamn bag milk motherfuckers. <laughs> I've never heard him apologize once. He never will. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening to the Metal Gamers podcast. Once again, that was episode 130. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking did it, dude. Yeah, we did we it. Fucking, good job. God damn it. Guys. Keep it going. Keep it going for metal. Yeah, yeah, metal. 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 Video games. Yeah, yeah. video yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that Will Smith? <laughs> Keep it going for adult underpants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep it going for me. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs>
There's Terry's tires. I go to him for my tires. And uh, <laughs> like George, George is a... Uh, <laughs> Where I fucked up was all those liquid deaths before bed. 